Well, good morning, Dumpsters. Jack Donovan along with you this morning, along with Brent Curtis as well. Good morning, Brent. How are you? And good morning to you. Happy New Year. (laughs) That's right. We haven't seen each other in the New Year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I listened to the show. You had a great show. Uh, Last week, yeah, we had Ashley in here, Ken's uh, daughter, and of course, uh, Steve Cormier, our general manager. Um, Was kind of an update on Ken. A lot of folks wanting to know what his condition Mm. was, how he's doing, and uh, also uh, when he was going to come back. I think she pretty much uh, gave an update that uh, we really don't know at this particular point. So we, we wish her well. He's been getting a lot of cards and letters and I think food as well. <laughs> food as well that I, that I see downstairs. And so I think that uh, it's just a wait and see. Uh, he's in an extended care facility. They're taking really good care of him. I talked with him last Sunday afternoon. And uh, he was conversing with people out in what they call the common area, so I guess he was probably telling jokes. No, he had them mesmerized. Uh, So, again, we thank all of those people who called in last week. Unbelievable. They called from everywhere. Oh, it's incredible. I think you heard part of it. Uh, You weren't here, but uh, we had folks from... uh, I think it was Tennessee. Was it Louisiana, Farmer Louisiana, Day? Louisiana, Tennessee, Florida. Yeah, Florida. Down the Cape. Somebody called in from the Cape down there as well. They had one guy call in. It was the best line of the show, which he called from Stowe, that town next to Vermont. Oh, I love that. <laughs> that was a great call. That was. Yeah. That was funny. I like that. Hey, hey, go ahead. Good morning, Farmer Dave. Morning, Brent. Happy New Year to you, my friend. <laughs> you too. Yeah, you had a lot of calls last week. I was loving that. Well, this week we want to play music, all right, Jack? We didn't get one song in last week. It was a lot of jibber-jabber. Yeah, a lot of jibber-jabber. I understand we may hear from Brian Harwood uh, later on this morning. He tried to get in last week, but there were so many phone calls here that he couldn't get in, but he just wanted to give a little history because he was... uh, (laughs) What a nice man. When that uh, program began back in the 60s. Anyway, let's get into some music this morning. Yeah. Before we continue along, and... uh, one of the things that a lot of folks commented last week, one of the, some of the reasons why they like this program is because of the, the local flavor to it. Uh, you know, it's it's all about, well, most of it's about Vermont. Sometimes we get into politics here, and we're not going to do that today. That's for sure. What a mess of this past weekend. Um, <laughs> so we thought we'd feature uh, a friend of WDEB's for a long, long time, Rick Norcross. Oh, good. And he's going to take us to a place many of us know, <laughs> Hardwick, Vermont. And what it was like in 1961. I was born in Hardwick, Jack. Were you really? Yes. In 1961? No, 1955. Dr. Densmore delivered me. There you go. God, I don't know if he's mentioning this or not. Let's find out. Across the swinging bridge, your girlfriend on your arm. Make it swing, she'll hold you tight. It didn't do much harm. Take me back to Hardwick, I'm too young to marry. Take me back to Hardwick, I'm too old to marry. Tulips at the festival, tulips in the park. Tulips at the idol, I'll you sing in the dark. Take me back to Hardwick, I'm too young to marry. Take me back to Hardwick. I'm too old, Terry. Crazy chasing Tony Washburn, fiddling at the dance. I'd be fiddling with Hardwick girls if I had half the chance. Take me back to Hardwick. 
Hardwick, I'm too young to marry. Take me back to Hardwick, I'm too old to tarry. Apparently, that's the way it was in Hardwick in 1961. Uh, Vermont's own Rick and the Ramblers, Western Swing Band, Rick Norcross. Been a friend of Radio Vermont for a long, long time. That Rick, song put a smile on my face. Do you recognize any of the names there? Anybody well, they, they were talking about, uh, I think it's Bards. It's a soda that they used to bottle up right. there in Hardwick. Yeah. I remember my father talking about it. They used, the kids used to call it Bards Better Belly Wash. But <laughs> Bards Better Belly Wash? Belly Wash, yeah. Oh, my Lord. A great soda. Well, joining us this morning, he uh, is our general manager, uh, Steve Cormier. Are we all fired? Is that what you're trying to say, Steve? Uh, Jack did it. J- Steve, Jack did it. I never get the memo. We just got on the air. Just, let's just say after the stupid thing I said last week, I'm fired. Uh, <laughs> so which which one of the stupid things did you Oops. say? Oh, yeah, pick one, Jack. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> nobody's keeping count. Stand in line. Stand in line, yeah. Yeah, that's the great thing about Radio Vermont. No one's keeping count, right? Right. <laughs> Not enough numbers, Corey. <laughs> well, you know, last week I was on, and um, we had come to the conclusion after, um, you know, looking at the situation that we were going to put the dump show on sabbatical. Well, uh, we got a few letters and cards, and I can only count to 20 because that's how many fingers and toes <laughs> I have. But we had more than that. Yeah. Um, so, you know what? We're, we're going to continue on. You know, talk to Jack during the week. Um, and Kaya, and we just decided let's let's just keep the dump show going. People want to hear it, um, you know. Down the road, maybe we change our minds, but for for now, uh, let's continue to play the silly music and, and laugh at each other. Silly music and laugh at each other. I'm trying to. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was the 60 minutes program yeah, of uh, Saturday morning. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. It, uh, it, it, yeah, it's really tough to put the the dump show in one sentence, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's great news, Corm. Well, you heard some of the comments. Uh, you, well, you were here last week, obviously, but uh, you know they just 
they just enjoy the silliness that goes on here, and there's a lot of it. We certainly miss Ken. We hope that he does at some point come back. But uh, yeah, we'll do our yeah. Best I, I know you talked to him last week, and I I've did. talked to him a few times this week, and and uh, you know he he sounds much better. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just he's he's got a lot a lot of a long way to go here as far as his rehab, getting his strength back up. Hopefully that happens. Um, but I, I feel more positive, and I think Ashley does. Um, about Ken's situation than we did, say, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So, you know, keep the prayers coming and uh, hope that, as I mentioned last week, that Ken, Ken comes back to us somehow. And if you folks get sick and tired of us, like Corm, no, you can send him a letter or a postcard. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Jack, the skies are running their course. Get him off the air. Music like to that. go to the dump by, to me, yeah. is, and as far as dumpsters go, I believe we're like an old friend. <laughs> we're there. We're who won't, who won't we're, go we're, away? Apparently. We're, we're predictable. Yeah, we we play the same songs, but you know, you could play "Cows with Guns" fifty-two weeks a year, and nobody would get sick of that song. That song puts a smile on your face. It may put a smile on your face. I'm not quite sure it puts a well, smile on my face. Yeah, I mean, uh, but, that's a, that's what got me in here. I know that. Well, the so. colorectal surgeon song is another biggie. You yeah, know? but that does not put a smile on your face. <laughs> I hope not. All right, Corm, we thank you for uh, letting us. Uh, so you got a lot of comments, uh, uh, emails and letters and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Phone calls, emails. And, and by the way, I did try to reach out to you, Farmer Dave, but uh, obviously you don't have an email address. And whatever <laughs> phone number you left, uh, there's a you give a female name and your mailbox is full. <laughs> yeah, he, he uses I'm, Schwartz once in a while, Corm. Do you have any electricity in that cabin up there? I oh. do. And, and you know, out at the end of the driveway, there yeah. is a mailbox. The when bills, you, the bills seem to find me. When you hook, when you hook up the, those two donkeys and take them out, and you say, Meldred, Gertrude, any messages? That doesn't work. It just doesn't work, Farmer Dave. I will get you a new, uh, an updated phone number there, Corm. So. Yeah, you know, we can we could communicate, <laughs> but remember, it won't necessarily say Farmer Dave, and it'll probably be in a in a foreign accent. Hey, you know he's incognito. Absolutely, off the I don't grid. blame him. Yeah, I got grid. one bill collector for the last four years has been able to find that number, and I'll be doggone if I know how they got it. <laughs> all right, guys. Oh, sorry. Right. We didn't have any music have, last week. Remember? Okay. Have fun, have fun, gentlemen. All right, we shall. Thanks, Corm. We shall, as Ken say, soldier on. Thanks, 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 Corm. Appreciate it. Last week we did have a lot of folks who said that they enjoyed the music, uh, the silliness that we do here, and uh, one of them had a request for. (laughs) I remember this. You can't roller skate in the buffalo herd. Oh, I heard this request. This is super, Roger Miller. Yeah, I hadn't heard this. So for you out there, I can't remember who requested this, but here we go. You can't roller skate in a buffalo herd. Can't roller skate in a buffalo herd. You can't roller skate in a buffalo herd. But you can be happy if you've mind to. You can't take a shower in a parakeet cage. Can't take a shower in a parakeet cage. Can't take a shower in a parakeet cage. But you can be happy if you've mind to. All you gotta do is put your mind to it. Knuckle down, buckle down, do it, do it, do it. Well, you can't go swimming in a baseball pool. Swimming in a baseball pool You can't go swimming in a baseball pool But you can be happy if you've a mind to Ball 
kid on your back. Can't change film with the kid on your back. Can't change film with the kid on your back. But you can be happy if you've mind to. You can't drive around with a tiger in your car. You can't drive around with a tiger in your car. You can't drive around with a tiger in your car. But you can be happy if you've mind to. All you gotta do is put your mind to it. Knuckle down, buckle down, do it, do it, do it. Well, you can't roller skate in the buffalo herd. Can't roller skate in the buffalo herd. You can't roller skate in the buffalo herd. But you can be happy if you've mind to. You can't go fishing in a watermelon patch. You can't go fishing in a watermelon patch. You can't go fishing in a watermelon patch. But you can be happy if you've mind to. You can't roller skate in the buffalo herd. You can't roller skate in the buffalo herd. Classic. Uh, what a run he had in the mid-60s with Dang Me and all of those other great songs that uh, Roger Miller created and passed along to us. So that fulfills that request we had from last week uh, during our conversation with all of you folks out there. One of those who tried to get in, and boy, a long time. But You talk about heritage with WDEV, and that has to go in big, uh, uh, well, I don't know how many years that uh, Brian has been here, but we're going to check in right now. Brian Harwood, good morning. Good morning to you, Jack. And how many years have you been associated with WDEV? Well, it all began in uh, <laughs> back in a small station. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's a thousand watt station, and as Ted uh, what's Baxter used to say, yeah. No, I started actually. My first uh, tour of duty with WDEV was at WWSR in St. Albans, and that wow. would have been in 1954. The year I was and born. I didn't have my. <laughs> Stop it, Jack. I'm going to hang up. I know. I'm just kidding. That wasn't me. That was that was Brent over there. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, I didn't have my driver's license, so the general manager up there at the time, who lived in Waterbury, used to drive. I used to drive up with him, mm-hmm. but it was a daytime station, and we used to sign off in the summertime at somewhere around 4:30 in the afternoon. So it was a, a very pleasant day but i remember when i first went up there there was uh ken was up ken was already working there because of course he's years older than i am <laughs> actually three uh, but he said to me okay now i'm going to show you how to turn the radio station off the air it's very tricky it's really hard so you have to pay careful attention and we walked over to this equipment rack and there was a toggle switch like a light switch and that was it. You just turned the lights <laughs> on top of Not the stuff we do here, that's for sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but music to go to the dump by began back in, in the, uh, what, mid-60s, uh, mid maybe? No. no, it was before that because, oh yeah? Um, oh, yeah, it must have been early 60s. Yeah, I'm so trying cool. to think. Ken was in our wedding party, and that was in 1962. And... Um, I know it was after that. We uh, occasionally he would start the show. I lived on Blush Hill at the time, just down below the uh, the towers there. Mm-hmm. And he'd start the show, and I'd jump in the car and go down and do the mod um, bit. Mod Ferguson was roughly based on Jonathan Winters' Body Fricket. Um, oh, loved it. We did that for quite a while. Yeah. Uh, but I wanted to. I wanted to go back. You're talking about music. Yep. Um, I don't hear. I didn't hear the theme this morning, and I I don't hear it every week. But I don't think everybody knows that that is a song called Dumpy, <laughs> and and that came in after we started the program. Ken had started the program, 
and we discovered this piece of music, and it was written and performed by, of all people, Paul Anka. Is that right? Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yep. And uh, the other thing that happened this Christmas, and Jack, you and I have talked about it, every every Christmas, Ken would play The Ch- Chickens Are in the Chimes, which is a version of The Twelve Days of Christmas. It wound up with the chickens getting <laughs> the chimes in it. And it was actually, I can't remember the guy's name that did it, but Ken actually flew someplace on one of his CBS trips and sat next to the guy in the airplane and, and couldn't believe it was. They had a long chat about putting together that song. Yeah, I remember that. I also, yeah, I don't know what happened to that. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, the other question that Carmier asked me was um, about how what the the business at the end of the show, and Ken would do it, about uh, dedicating the show to the memory of Buster and Marie. And who in the world was Marie? Mm-hmm. Well, Marie was the reason that the show got started in the first place. Where the Baggini Shopping Center in Stowe is now on the Mountain Road, right? Originally was a an old horse barn. Yeah, I remember that. Which Marie, Marie and her friend uh, Nancy Graham bought uh, and turned into a playhouse in the in the summer, and it was a bar restaurant in the winter. And um, I remember the first time I was in the first play that was ever presented up there called Bernadine. And um, <laughs> I remember going. I, that was a Pat Boone movie, by the way. Right. And I remember going into the uh, to the horse barn to do the uh, rehearsal, and there was still remnants of the horse on the floor. If you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Marie Marie was uh, she was a character, and she said to Ken one day, you know the the um, the sanitary landfill. Uh, was out behind, is about behind where the Baggini Shopping Center is. And Marie said, every Saturday morning, a bunch of us get together to take stuff over to the dump, which it was okay to call at at the time. And um, we have a tailgate party. You know, we bring food and drink and sit around and have a good time. And we need some music to go with it. Why don't you start a show called Music to Go to the Dump By? And that was the origin of the of the whole show. Wow! My it might have been the origin of, of tailgating, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going back away here. Yeah. So you you did the show with him for off and on for five or six years. Is that is that? Is yeah, that, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. And then, I lost track. You know, among the myriad things that we did, uh, there was actually a Mod Ferguson fan club. And we had membership cards, and uh, there's a picture, as you know, there's a picture in yep. the mezzanine oh, yeah. of Ken and me. I'm all regaled as uh, as Maude Ferguson. I found a pair of uh, number nine and a half shoes, <laughs> women's shoes, in the basement at the FC Loose Company, oh, my. which is just oh, up the street wow. from where you are. Yeah, just a few doors down from us. A, yeah. That's right, exactly. And I had a, I used to, I had a, I bought a gray wig. And I used my father's uh, glasses, and uh, and I would go on the air and, and speak mod speak. And one of the highlights of that whole period of time was the Christmas wrapping. Moddy used to wrap Christmas presents or gifts, and the the uh, climax of that particular Christmas was wrapping a rototiller. <laughs> and she did. <laughs> And she got. She wanted to make sure it worked before she wrapped it, so she started it, and 
The last we heard of her that morning was her chasing the rototiller <laughs> down South Main Street, trying to catch up with it so yeah. she could wrap it. Oh, uh, God. Ken, Ken always kind of played the straight guy, didn't he, at that particular time? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, in fact, yeah. you know, it's funny, Jack. Um, I left DEV briefly and went up to work in Burlington, and I was at a station up there. And the guy that was the manager wanted to do the same thing, and he was on the air. He wanted to do a, a mod-type thing. And so the two of us tried it out, and he Ken always understood that it was a straight man right. and a non-straight guy. And Mod was the non-straight person, and Ken would feed me lines, and I'd take it from there. <clears throat> but uh, the guy in Burlington didn't get it, so he was trying to be the funny man, too, and it, it just collapsed. It just didn't work. Yeah. Mr. Harwood? That that photo that photo that photograph of you as Maud, very mm -hmm. very fetching, sir. Very fetching. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because uh, some of you will remember, or maybe not, that Ken was involved in a demolition derby in St. Johnsbury on a Saturday night, and he was t-boned on the driver's side, and several of the teeth got rearranged. His teeth got rearranged. And the next afternoon, there was a midget race up at Thunder Road, and he showed up with uh, about the fattest lip I think I've ever seen. And 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 his then wife Susan brought a whole chest full of ice, and he kept the ice. And the son of a gun did the whole show with blood running out of his mouth. <laughs> oh, a terrible Yeah. He was he, he was a hard guy to put down. Anyway, that picture was taken soon after that happened. If you notice, his lips are all out of. Out <laughs> I was of wondering about that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Brian Harwood yeah. joining us this morning on Music to Go to the Dump by and how the program actually began, and it was in, in, in his closing, and still to this day is in memory of. Uh, Buster and Marie. Marie, Buster and Marie, Marie yeah. Rousseau. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, the other thing that Ken did, I don't. Are you wanting to do something else, like play a commercial or something? <laughs> you plan on staying on do, for the rest of the day? Do we have any? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got I've got one more story to tell you. You know, back in the good in the old days, um, when they built the interstate, they went right by what was the famous Waterbury Dump. It was a it was a one it was a sight to behold, and a lot of people did. And when it was really up and roaring, the w smoke from the dump would waft over the interstate. And so, when Lady Bird Johnson came in her beautification project, <laughs> oh Lord, I, I remember this. what the year was. But but yeah. Ken had the idea that because they had rerouted the convoy, the uh, car that she was in, around. Waterbury. They got off the interstate and drove over to Waitsfield, so she didn't have to drive <laughs> past the smoke coming from the dump. <laughs> and so um, Ken thought it was a great idea to, to call the dump the Lady Bird Salvage Depot. That's right. I remember <laughs> that. I remember In the that. days of Timothy Leary, and of course that was abbreviated to LSD, Lady Bird Salvage Depot. Um that was one of the projects. We had the uh, the famous uh, campaign to save the Vermont penguin. I remember that as well. I was That was the one that when I was driving up from my job in uh, Montpelier at WSKI, I heard in 1968. <laughs> and you said... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, and then you took the job anyway. I took right? the job anyway. Yes. <laughs> well, Brian, thanks for chatting with us this morning. It's oh, I yeah, mean, no, you're no such a big part of Radio Vermont. I know that you worked yeah. for many years at our sister station. It was classical, and you had a lot of yep. fans, and really, a lot of folks really enjoyed that. And and of course, yeah. your history in and out of here with uh, with Radio Vermont has, has uh, been legendary. Ken would call them this. He would call them the salad days. The salad days. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you All for right. the thank you for the salad days and the memories. I really appreciate it. Okay. Thanks, Bye-bye. Brian. Take care, Brian. Brian Harwood, uh, reminiscing this morning about uh, how music to go to the dump by originated and his association with WDEV over the years as well. One of the things we try to do here on music to go to, by the dump by, <laughs> tried or failed at one way one way to, is to be kind of topical. We don't want to get into the yeah he shopping type thing, but you know when things uh, arise that need some attention to. Like the uh, COVID-19. We respond in this way. Wash my hands. I don't touch my face. I stay at home. Shelter in place. Social distance. Stay away from church I avoid old folks And should I sneeze I do it in my elbow Or up my sleeve Six feet apart
I'd rather volunteer for a high-risk commando raid to parachute into Wuhan and find that little fellow that ordered that bat soup. I know I'm talking out of my head, saying crazy stuff over and over like, yes, dear, yes, dear. At breakfast, I meant to say, honey, please pass me the pepper. Well, what slipped out was, you crazy woman, you've ruined my life. <laughs> of course, I immediately apologized <laughs> as soon as I regained consciousness. Oh, my Lord. You can always depend on Ray Stevens oh, to come man. along with something during uh, these times of crisis and chaos. That was like a public service announcement, I know, wasn't it? Was. <laughs> Ray Stevens. Yeah, he did. He, he hit on everything. Yeah. Now... Farmer Day, we had this discussion a few weeks ago, and you said we were talking about favorite songs that music to go to the dump by, and we were kind of rating them as to what was most popular. Yep. You came up with Cows with Guns. You want to explain why you think they should be up in the top ten? <laughs> well, she <clears throat> kind of put me on the spot here, Jack. Of course, that, Putting that you is, on the spot? That, that is a song that, uh, that, that got me down here to DEV. Anyway, um, I don't know. I just... I was watching on Colbert the other night. They were showing that uh, they have this mask that they put on cows. Yeah. It's for uh, for burping. For... Now, yeah. I, I farmed for I don't know how many years, and I can't ever remember a cow burping. But if I was a cow and I had to wear a mask, I'd be getting my gun, too. So there you have it, Jack. Cows with guns. Love this song. Fat and docile, big and dumb They look so stupid, they aren't much fun Cows aren't fun They eat to grow, grow to die Die to be et at the hamburger fry Cows well done Nobody thunk it, nobody knew No one imagined the great cow guru Cows are one He hid in the forest, read books with great zeal He loved Che Guevara, a revolutionary veal Cows say tongue He spoke about justice, but nobody stirred He felt like an outcast, alone in the herd Cow doll drums He moved, we must fight, escape or we'll die Cows gathered around because the stakes were so high. Bad cow pun. But then he was captured, stuffed into a crate, loaded onto a truck where he rode to his fate. Cows are bummed. He was a scrawny calf who looked rather woozy. No one suspected he was packing an Uzi. Cows with guns. They came with a needle to stick in his thigh. He kicked for the groin. He pissed in their eye. Cow well hung. Knocked over a tractor and ran for the door. Six gallons of gas flowed out on the floor. The running cows run. He picked up a bullhorn and jumped up on the hay. We are free roving bovines. We run free today. We will fight for bovine freedom and hold our large heads high. 
will run free with the buffalo or die. Cows with guns. Crashed the gate in a great stampede. Tipped over milk truck, torched all the feed. Cows have fun. Sixty police cars were piled in a heap, covered in cow pies, covered up deep. Much cow dung. Black smoke rising, darkening the day. Twelve burning McDonald's. Have it your way. We will fight bovine freedom and hold our large heads high. We will run free with the buffalo or die. Cows with guns. The president said, "Enough is enough." These uppity cattle. It's time to get tough. Cow dung flung. The newspapers gloated. Folks sighed with relief. Tomorrow at noon, they would all be ground beef. Cows on buns. The cows were surrounded. They waited and prayed. They mooed their last moos. They chewed their last hay. Cows outgunned. The order was given to turn cows to whoppers, enforced by the might of ten thousand coppers. But on the horizon, surrounding the shoppers, came the deafening roar of chickens in choppers. We will fight for bovine freedom and hold our large heads high. We will run free. Message. Why hasn't that been made into a movie? I don't know. Uh, I, I guess you're right because I'm looking on the back of this and it looks like it was recorded in 1999. So that would have been right about 20, yeah. 21, 22 years ago. So Time for a movie. And that brought you to uh, this program, huh? Yes, it did. My Lord. <laughs> were you a hostage? I mean, right were you a hostage some Guernseys? What, no, how did no. that work? No, they, you guys had uh, had one of your VSO auctions. Oh, yeah. And, oh, that's uh, right, yeah. I, I had the high bid on the Cows with Guns CD, and, and Kenley wanted me to come down here and and accept it, and I was shaking in my boots because, well, I I had the face for radio, but I had never been on radio, so... And the rest, they say, is history. Yeah, the, the other part of that story with cows with guns, as I remember it, was there's a fellow named Dan Alliance who lived out on the West Coast, out in San Francisco, somewhere out there. And he got this together, and somehow uh, it landed up in the hands of Ken. Ken listened to it, and that was it. He thought it was great, and it's been apparently a favorite for many, many years, at least 20, 20 he's, years. He's, there's a lot of other good songs on that CD, too. He's got one about RVs and and uh, their, their protest songs. He's got one about uh, uh, power. 
cowards taking him down. I think it's called a turn of the wrench. It's just, he's just, yeah, he's got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, Dana Lyons is called the Cows with Guns, the Cow Pie Nation compilation. Wow. <laughs> okay. And it brought us Farmer Dave. And let us uh, say good morning to uh, Wade Pearson out there in beautiful East Corinth, Vermont, and Northeast Slopes. Good morning, Wade. Well, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, the weekly call in for the uh, the still not skiing report. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're still not so, skiing, huh? Oh, we are so close. We, yeah. we have actually groomed and, and prepared the hill, you know, trying to lay down a base, and which is. Uh, is becoming successful and it looks like a little more snow. We're, we're using the the um, snowflake Bentley technique, What's where that? we are we are uh, uh, picking up each uniquely individual snowflake <laughs> and placing it in the right place until it until it's just perfect. <laughs> oh, good! That sounds great. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that's where we're at. We're, we're we are still on hold, and we've gone a few years where we've gone this late before we've opened up, and then fortunately those same years have gone late in the season. So we're just we're just backloading it a little bit as, as Roger Hillwood. So did you have that kind of volunteer thing last weekend you were talking about? Uh, well, we did. We actually had one on Tuesday. Oh, Tuesday. Um, okay. Had a few people come in, got some work done, got a few more people trained up. Um, um, it's still uh, it's still fairly light on the on the list, and I think we're going to do it one more time since we're not open in operations yet. Uh-huh. Uh, Wednesday at ten, we are still looking for those crucial volunteers. Uh, come over and learn how to run a lift or a rope tow, or have the luxurious position at the, the top of the hill with the view and the heated booth you sit in. And uh, again, with several non-contact positions for for people that are worried and, and for good reason of the the COVID and. Uh, we, we're still working on a lot of COVID mitigation um, policies and procedures there. Everything's in place and finishing up. Um, you can find those on our website, northeastslopes.org, and uh, we'll get it out there. And soon enough, we'll, I think we'll be skiing by next weekend. I was going to ask you, when was the latest that you've ever opened here at Northeast Well, Slopes? boy, what was it? We had uh, 14 and 15, I think it was. We had a record 40 four or five days, you know, and that's only Wednesdays wow. and weekends, yeah. that we were open. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the next week, the next year, we went to, to five days open, <laughs> not including the school wow. program. And so I think we went way towards the end of January, and then it was just hit or miss, you know, here and there. But fortunately, the, we around our special events and WDV coming down doing a remote, we had snow the night before and had five really glorious days and, and of fantastic skiing and with uh, a lot of bare ground and tough sledding in between. Well, I think Farmer Dave remembers his wonderful days at Northeast Slopes, don't you, Farmer Dave? Yeah. I, I like know. I like yeah. the burgers. You like the, the burgers? burgers. The ver- we're, we're working on that. Our, our kitchen and lodge will be closed this year. Yeah. Uh, we're working on a food truck, and one of the stipulations of us allowing him on the property is that he's going to properly prepare with same ingredients, uh, nor'easter burgers. Mm-hmm. He can cook whatever. I don't care if he cooks Chinese, but as long as he has nor'easter burgers on the, <laughs> Gotta get on that the menu. Legendary yeah. nor'easter burger. Right? Yeah, is, yeah, we're going to That's gonna worth get, the trip. Got to get that perfected yeah. and, and uh, get that going. But it's moving along slowly, but it's moving along. And, and uh, as my grandmother used to say, it could be worse. Yeah, unfortunately, we don't have much much of a forecast for snow. In the, I mean, well, it's not going to take much. You, yeah. know, it's, you know, these little things in the... Look in the forecast, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, those inch or two inch shots at a time, you know, before you know it, you got six. And, and yeah. we really only need about four, and we, we'd be back in business. Uh, all right. Well, let's, uh, let's hope we've got uh, some of that snow here soon. Yep. Fingers crossed. And if yep. anybody is uh, interested or like to help us out, Wednesday, 10 o'clock, we'll, yep. we'll walk you through it. And, and even if you're just curious, 
and when you get done, you might know that that's not what you want to do. <laughs> so, <laughs> Got to find out somehow, right? Yeah, I guess so. Great. Okay. All we'll right. talk to you again next week. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Wade Bye-bye. Pearson from uh, Northeast Slopes out there in uh, East Corinth. All right. How about a dog for all of our dog lovers? How about a dog? How about a song? <laughs> How about, how about a, a dog, dog song for all our dog lovers? How about a, yeah, how about a song for all of our dog lovers? Are you ready for this one? All right, you're a dog lover over there, I know. You, oh, your mic is not on, that's why. Oh, yes, I am. I'm a huge dog lover. Yeah, I think probably went through this last week, didn't you? You're a cat guy? Yeah, I, but I used to have dogs. Yeah. You know, I had, I, I had a Sheltie. Okay. Great little dog, and the Sheltie hooked up with the Opsalopsa next door, and the... Uh, what the, the heck did you have when that? <laughs> well, <laughs> fortunately, they got the Sheltie nose and not that pushed-back Opsalopsa face, so they were... Actually, they, they, they were they were attractive mutts. <laughs> Here's a fellow who really <laughs> likes his dog. <laughs> He never tells me that he's sick of this house He never says, why don't you get off that couch He don't cost me nothing when he wants to go out I want you to love me like my dog He never says I need a new attitude him and my sister ain't always in a few When I leave the seat up, he don't think that it's true I want you to love me like my dog does, baby When I come home, want you to just go crazy He never looks at me like he might hate me I want you to love me like my dog He don't care for my friends He never asked me where in the hell have you been He don't play dead when I won't get him I want you to love me like my dog does, honey He never says I wish you made more money He always thinks it pulled my fingers funny I love that song. Yeah, that's a great song. It's Billy Currington, by the way, if you're wondering who that is. All right. I'm done. 
Music to go to the dump by here on WDEV. How about a sports update? What's happening locally here? Are we getting closer or not? Well, you know, everything is on hold. And, Still, uh, yeah. yeah, the governor didn't give us uh, any change. What's happening right now, our high schools are having non-contact uh, practices. So that means they're in the weight room. They're running individual drills, practicing on shooting, but no face-to-face confrontation. Uh, had a nice conversation with a coach from Central Vermont last week who said, you know, for the first time in a number of years, I'm getting a chance to address some fundamentals. So we're hoping that that's, that's happening. Um, and just waiting to hear because we should know, you know, something by the 11th. Some of these, uh, uh, teams are still, they're practicing, aren't they? Uh, some teams some, are practicing. Yeah. Some have chosen not, not to, to practice. Yeah. Uh, but those that are, again, it's not contact. It's not scrimmaging. Right. Uh, it's just basic fundamentals. And they use the whole gym, plenty of distancing, and so it's just again, it's up in the air. But I wanted, I do want to thank people for for calling and, and checking in because uh, just as soon as we know, they'll know. And we'll be on the air, of course, a whole bunch of games. As, uh, oh yeah, we uh, each year supporting uh, local sports, both girls and high school basketball boys. We have for years and years and years, and. Uh, you can't wait to get back up there, can oh, you? I'm ready to go. All four divisions, and it's just, uh, hey, I want to do this. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go to church. What do you say? Huh? Yes, you indeed. <clears throat> it was a hot Sunday morning, the middle of July. The choir was a singing about the sweet by and by, and everybody was a swaying, sweating in the heat. We all bowed our heads down as the preacher took his seat. My sister and my brother stood next to my mother in the quiet at the close of the verse, and that's when Daddy cut the big one. At the Horn Lake Mississippi Missionary Baptist Church My sister rolled her eyes back My brother bit his lip My cousin just behind us Whispered, hey, who let it rip? I stuck my face in my shirt sleeve Stared down at my shoes Lord, you could hear a pin drop as we stood there in the pew Heads were a-turning Eyes were a-burning Mama stuck her nose in her purse After Daddy cut the big one At the Horn Lake Mississippi Missionary Baptist Church He cut the big one It was a stinker Then he broke the silence With a snicker and us kids started laughing till we thought we were so gonna thirst. After Daddy cut the big one at the Horn Lake Mississippi Missionary Baptist Church. He said the devil made me do it. Mama said it was a little worst. That's why Daddy cut the big one at the Horn Lake Mississippi Missionary Baptist Church. I have no idea who recorded that. It came to me. It didn't come to me. It came to Ken years ago in kind of a 
piece of plastic with uh, no indication of who recorded that. <laughs> like so many other tunes. Horn Lake Baptist Church, whatever. You have I like it. I, I'm not sure when yeah, you showed up I in a brown paper bag. Yeah, whatever, but... Yeah. <laughs> We get a lot of those uh, from time to time here at Music to Go to the Dark. I like that song. It's kind of cute. Well, uh, we're going to fulfill that request. We only have about five minutes left here. Farmer Dave, do you have a few things you wanted to pass along? You mentioned the Yogi Bear. Well, yeah, <laughs> there, there is one thing I'd like to I'd like to quote Yogi Bear, Uh-oh. because with what's going on in the world and everything, and uh, I think the quote is, the future ain't what it used to be. Sounds like Yogi Perfect. Bear. Oh, that Perfect. is so perfect for these days. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Anything else you want to pass along? Nah, this is music goes to dump by. It's not listening to Farmer well, we Dave talk. <laughs> it's yeah, it's been a couple of uh, weeks that we haven't had much music. Uh, we had requests for this, uh, and uh, usually we get the requests for this during the motor racing season or when we do the usual car shows that uh, we do here in Central Vermont on DEV. And I think many people can relate to this. <laughs> One piece at a time. Oh, I love this. <laughs> Well, I left Kentucky back in 49 and went to Detroit working on assembly line. The first year they had me putting wheels on Cadillacs. Every day I'd watch them beauties roll by and sometimes I'd hang my head and cry. Cause I always wanted me one that was long and black. One day I devised myself a plan that should be the envy of most any man. I'd sneak it out of there in the lunchbox in my hand. Now, getting caught meant getting fired, but I figured I'd have it all by the time I retired. I'd have me a car worth at least a hundred grand. I'd get it one piece at a time, and it wouldn't cost me a dime. You'd know it's me when I come through your town. I'm going to ride around in style. I'm going to drive everybody wild, because I'll have the only one there is around. So the very next day when I punched in with my big lunchbox and with help from my friend, I left that day with a lunchbox full of gear. I've never considered myself a thief, but GM wouldn't miss just one little piece, especially if I strung it out over several years. The first day I got me a fuel pump, and the next day I got me an engine and a trunk. Then I got me a transmission and all the chrome. The little things I could get in my big lunchbox, like nuts and bolts and all four shocks, but the big stuff we snuck out my buddy's mobile home. Now, up to now, my plan went all right till we tried to put it all together one night, and that's when we noticed that something was definitely wrong. The transmission was a 53, and the motor turned out to be a 73, and when we tried to put in the bolts, all the holes were gone. So we drilled it out so that it would fit, and with a little bit of help from an adapter kit, we had that engine running just like a song. Now the headlights, there was another sight. We had two on the left and one on the right, but when we pulled out the switch, all three of them come on. The back end looked kind of funny, too, but we put it together, and when we got through, well, that's when we noticed that we only had one tail fin. About that time, my wife walked out, and I could see in her eyes that she had her doubts. But she opened the door and said, honey, take me for a spin. So we drove uptown just to get the tags, and I headed to ride on down Main Drag. I could hear everybody laughing for blocks around. 
But up there at the courthouse, they didn't laugh, cause to type it up, it took the whole staff. And when they got through, the title weighed 60 pounds. I got it one piece at a time, and it didn't cost me a dime. You'll know it's me when I come through your town. I'm gonna ride around in style, I'm gonna drive everybody wild. Red Rider, this is the Cottonmouth in the Psycho Billy Cadillac. Come on. Paul. Oh, this is the Cottonmouth, and negatory on the cost of this machine there, Red Rider. You might say I went right up to the factory and picked it up. It's cheaper that way. Uh, what model is it? Well, it's a 49, 50, 51, 52, 53, 54, 55, 56, 57, 58, 59 automobile. I know that is such a classic, huh? Can I dedicate that to my friends at the Department of Motor Vehicles? Oh, you sure may. You know, gang, we're thinking of you, and good luck, and I know you've probably seen a few of those registrations. Johnny Cash, what a great uh, song. All right, go toward it. Hey, exactly 10 o'clock up there. Perfect. Yeah, how about that, Farmer Dave, huh? It's time. It's time. Are you all set to go on? How about you? I'm ready. I can feel it already. I've been feeling it for the last four or five minutes. So we're going to let uh, Farmer Dave do the honors as he is. Taking the place of Ken, who usually does this. All right, dumpsters. This is the time of the week when we count our blessings, Um, repent our sins, um, bow our heads, and join in the hymn of the day. Hymn of the day. All right. Wonderfully done, Farmer Dave. Drop kick me Jesus through the goalposts of life End over and knee the left or the right Straight through the heart of them righteous uprights Drop kick me Jesus through the goalposts of life It's not like we're half asleep for crying out loud We need to perk it up A little more energy Make me, oh make me, Lord, more than I am Ooh, Farmer Dave Make me a peace in you, master game plan Nice Free from the earthly temptations below I've got to win, Lord, if you got to tow All right, here we go Here we go Drop, give me Jesus through the goalposts of life End over and neither left nor the right Straight through the heart of them righteous uprights Drop, kick me Jesus through the goalposts of life Nice, that's we felt better. it on that one All right Take all the brothers you've gone on before And all of the sisters who've knocked on your door All of the departed dear loved ones of mine Stick them up front in the offensive line All right, here we go Rock, kick me, Jesus, through the goalposts of life End over and neither left nor the right Straight through the heart of them righteous uprights Rock-kick me, Jesus, through the goalposts of life. One more time now. Rock-kick me, Jesus, through the goalposts of life. End over and neither left nor the right. Straight through the heart of them righteous uprights. Rock-kick me, Jesus, through the goalposts of life. Oh, my Lord. Great job, Farmer Dave. Thank you, Jack. Brent, you kicked it today. Yeah. 
Jack, I gotta thank Diane for the for the bread she cooked. Oh, did you like it today? Oh, I've had three pieces of it. Fortunately, I can go home and the doctors have given me a pill that I can take for that abuse. <laughs> it was delicious. Oh, oh, it was. It's good. Chocolate. Yeah. Uh, we had a call from uh, from a listener. Uh, the name of the group that recorded that. Uh, what was it? The song about, oh, the Horn Lake Mississippi Missionary Baptist Church Ooh. was a group called Confederate Railroad. Oh, I remember And they them. recorded that in 1992. So thank you for the call. Appreciate that. Thank you. Keeping us straight here. And that theme song, by the way, in the background, thanks to Brian Harwood, was written and recorded. <laughs> I don't think he had anything to do with his recording, but he wrote it. Paul Anka wrote the dumpy theme. Mike. Wow. <laughs> A little bit of history we all learned. Who knew? That's, that's yeah. surprising. Well, Jack, God willing. Yes, and the creek we'll, down rises. That we'll be back mean? next week. Yeah. This show heard each and every week at this time in yeah. memory of Buster and Marie. All right. And I'll be listening next week, you guys.